to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's talk a little bit about false prophecies. A real prophet does not give prophecy that fails to come to pass. And Joseph Smith predicted many things which never happened. Prophecies that never came to pass. In the Doctrine and Covenants, section 105, verses 13 through 15, the people of Missouri were to be destroyed not many years from 1834. Last time I checked, Missouri was still on the map. Joseph Smith's enemies were to be swept away not many years from 1839. Doctrine and Covenants 121, verses 5 through 15. Now, in the introductory remarks of these sections, we'll reveal the historic particulars of these failed prophecies. The one that's particularly telling in Doctrine and Covenants, section 84, Verses 114 and 115, we read this. This was given in 1832, and it's a prophecy that New York City, Albany, New York, and Boston, Massachusetts would be destroyed if they did not accept Mormonism. Now remember, this was given in 1832. Quote, Nevertheless, let the bishop go unto the city of New York also, to the city of Albany, and also to the city of Boston. Maybe this explains the curse of the Bambino. <laughs> there must be a statute of limitations on this prophecy, because they did win the World Series this year. And warn the people of those cities with the sound of the gospel, with the loud voice of the desolation and utter abolishment which await them if they do reject these things. For if they do reject these things, the hour of their judgment is nigh, that is near. And their house shall be left unto them desolate. Now we could go on and on in this, but just a couple of examples will suffice. Take your Bibles and turn to 2 Peter chapter 2. And we're warned about these things in the context of the last days. 2 Peter chapter 2. Now, Joseph Smith is not the only one that's ever given a false prophecy that did not come to pass. But, again, given the claims that were made about him and given the claims he made of himself, then he deserves to be scrutinized. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 1, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. All right, a damnable heresy is a heresy that damns a man's soul. Now, folks, I've got a lot of patience with heresies or teachings that may not affect someone's salvation. Uh, let's face it, not everybody's going to cross their T's and dot their I's on every Bible doctrine the same. There's going to be differences of opinion. Amen? 
But when it comes to the plan of salvation, Paul was very strong on this. He said in Galatians 1, verses 8 and 9, he said, If any man uh, preach to you any other gospel than we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. He went so far as to say, If an angel preaches another gospel unto you, let him be accursed. So when it comes to salvation, when somebody is teaching a work salvation or a program that denies the finished work of Jesus Christ and the free grace of God, he is teaching or bringing a damnable heresy. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many shall follow their pernicious ways. Someone says, well, you know, Mormonism is a fast-growing religion. We're growing by leaps and bounds. That doesn't prove anything, folks. The fastest growing religion in the world is Islam. What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's true. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you of whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. All right, let's talk about a false restoration here. And uh, Joseph Smith taught, in a nutshell, that the true church had totally apostatized by his time, and that the gospel truth had been lost until he himself restored it through his revelations, teachings, and church. And uh, I'm going to quote from you from Mormon Doctrine by Bruce R. McConkie on page 396. He's quoting from Doctrine and Covenants, Section 135 and verse 3. He says this. He says, Joseph Smith's greatness lies in the work that he did, the spiritual capacity he developed, and the witness he bore of the Redeemer. Since the keys of salvation were restored to the prophet. Now, did you get that? We're supposed to accept that the keys of salvation were restored to that man. Uh, those kids that come up and knock on your door, that's what you're supposed to accept. He doesn't have in his mind, you're okay, I'm okay. He has in his mind, I'm okay, you're not okay. And he believes that his church has the keys of salvation because they were restored to this man. And plain and simple, you either accept it or you don't. Going on, it is in... And in and through and because, and I don't have time to go off on that, but in and through and because of his latter-day mission, that the full redemptive power of the Lord has again become available to men. Do you understand the implications of that? Until this guy showed up, the full redemptive power of the Lord was not available to men. What happened to the blood of Christ? There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Not in the visions of Joseph Smith, but in the blood. It is because the Lord called Joseph Smith that salvation is again available to mortal men. Now what did I tell you about arrogance? Folks, if a guy said that, about you or me or anybody else. The response of the person that it was said about should be total outrage and the desire to dismiss the entire idea. 
When men bowed down to Peter in Acts chapter 4, Peter said, get up. I myself also am a man. A man of like passions. Ridiculous. It is because the Lord called Joseph Smith that salvation is again available to mortal men. Like the work of Christ fell down flat on its face. He goes on to say, Joseph Smith the prophet, the seer of the Lord, has done more, save Jesus only for the salvation of men in this world than any other man that ever lived in it. Folks, the scriptures plainly teach that the church and the gospel never totally apostatized off the earth. God has always had a remnant. He's always had a remnant. There have been dark times. I mean, think of it. Look at it, the days of Noah. There were eight but there was still a remnant. The truth, the church, the gospel did not totally vanish from the earth until the early mid-1800s when Joseph Smith showed up. That is not the case at all. In fact, take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 16. We're talking about extravagant claims. Matthew chapter 16. Jesus speaking in verse 18. Speaking to Peter. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, and of course the rock was Peter's testimony that Jesus was the Christ. There's no debate here. Many religions within Christendom have tried to claim that the rock was Peter, and then Peter passed this authority on down, and by the proper pedigree, their church and their organization now has the keys, and now has the authority, and now is the rock. That's not the case. The rock is Peter's testimony that Jesus is the Christ. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Folks, if the church totally apostatized off the earth, and the truth totally apostatized off the earth, and the gospel totally apostatized off the earth, and the gates of hell prevailed against the church. Christ said the gates of hell would not. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.